Hey everyone, welcome back to another Light Switch. This time, I've got Chris Baker from Zen Studios. Uh, I just got done interviewing him. It was a really fun conversation. He's a super nice guy, and uh, I really appreciate him coming on the show and talking to me about his game. We talked about a bunch of stuff. We talked about uh, their brand new game that just came out for the Nintendo Switch, Star Wars Pinball. Uh, we that, that was really the focus of the interview, but we also talked about other games that they have on other platforms, games like Operencia, which is a really cool uh, first-person dungeon crawler game. We talked about uh, Dungeon, no, not Dungeon Storm, Castle Storm 2, uh, which is coming out next year for the Nintendo Switch. And he was just an awesome guest and really fun to have on the show. So without further ado... You know what time it is. It's time for another light switch. So thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you on the other side of the show. sitting here with Chris Baker from Zen Studios and Zen Studios are the people the fine people behind Star Wars Pinball as well as uh, Pinball FX3 and other other games that are on the Nintendo Switch and uh, I, I reached out and said hey Chris we'd be on the show and he said he said sure which is really of nice course. of him so uh, yeah, how, yeah. how's it going uh, the, the game kind of snuck out on us like I didn't even know it was coming uh, you know, well, it, it, we've been, uh, we announced it at Star Wars Celebration, so it was, uh, the news was out there, I guess, uh, <laughs> it just didn't reach you well enough, but, uh, but yeah, uh, it came out on Friday the 13th, and, uh, everyone who's playing it seems to love it. I think it's in 87 on Metacritic last I checked, so we're not complaining about that at all. Uh, you know, it's 19, uh, awesome Star Wars tables all in one package for $30, uh, so it, we think it's a pretty great deal. You know, it's just a little over a dollar per table. Well, okay. You brought up the price. I do have a question about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I personally do not think that the price is a bad price, uh, especially for getting 19 tables for $30, I think is a really good deal. But, you know, with pinball FX three, you had a free to play model where you could play a couple of tables for free and then buy the tables piecemeal, uh, if you wanted is there a reason that you decided to go with a full upfront price rather than mimic your free-to-play model that you had on Pinball FX3? Uh, yeah, well, with Star Wars, since we just had all this material and, you know, Star Wars is just such a special thing, uh, we just wanted to make it its own product with everything we have in it right away. You know, if there, if we do have more Star Wars tables in the future, uh, the hooks are in there where we can add those to. But, uh, you know, we basically just wanted to have everything in one Star Wars package. Um, you know, we think it's pretty cool, too, to be able to say that we're the first Star Wars game on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I never even thought about that. It's true. You guys beat that uh, Jedi, uh, Star Wars Jedi. Uh, oh, God, what is the name of that game? A uh, Jedi Outcast. I yeah, think Jedi Outcast by not not too much. So, so Yeah, uh, that's pretty great. Yeah, we, we were actually when we heard about that, we were like, all right, what's the date on this thing? Because because we had announced, you know, we announced it back in April or something. And we've been saying that ever since. And that was announced like what, last week or a week before, something like that. Uh, and yes, yeah, so we were like, can we still say that? And yeah. Oh, yeah, we can say it. 
That's that's awesome. So let me ask you a couple of questions about about the game itself. First off, the sure. can, can you go into a, a, a better explanation than I can do of the campaign mode? Yeah, yeah. So we've uh, in addition to just the nineteen tables that you can play in any traditional, you know, three ball manner, uh, where you're competing for high scores with leaderboards and such. Uh, the, um, the campaign mode is there as sort of uh, a series of challenges. Uh, they're kind of bite sized. You can play most of them, I'd say between two and five minutes each. And, um, so like in some cases it's simply get to this score. In some cases it's like, here's one ball, see what you can do with it. But in others, it's like uh, really interesting kind of varying things up. Like uh, there's one where you have 200 flips and it doesn't like matter like how, how many times the, the ball, uh, you know, uh, makes it past you. Uh, uh, it, that's not what you're limited by. You're limited by the number of flips. So it actually completely changes your strategy for pinball because, you know, I think most people when they play pinball, it's like flat, 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 flat. You know, you just don't want that ball to fall through, but it's actually a strategy in this particular mode to let that happen because well, it doesn't penalize you for that. Absolutely. And then you also have these other uh, game modes that are very much not pinball, but still kind of control in the same way. Uh, so, uh, for instance, you have to have a lightsaber fight. Can you talk about that yes. a little bit? <laughs> that yeah, surprised another... the hell out of me. <laughs> that's another cool thing is like if you've ever played uh, most uh, pinball games that, that Zen produces uh, outside of the simulations that we're doing with Williams now. Um, but, you know, it's it's very much a video game. It's not just pinball. You know, a lot of people are like, hey, it's just pinball. You know, I know what that is. But we are video game developers and we make pinball into a video game in many ways. So there's a lot of things you, you can do on our tables that you can't do in real life, like, you know, 3d models and mini games. Like uh, what you're talking about is a lot of the times just the mini games that you can access as you play a table. Normally um, a lot of times you'll get there and it's like, Oh, cool. There's, there's this mini game here and I have no idea what to do. And Oh crap. I, I just lost it. Cause and how am I going to get there again? You know, eventually you will, but it'll take a while. You might need to figure out what you, what you need to do. I need to get better at it so to be able to play it again. But in the campaign mode, uh, what you what you can actually do is uh, you'll have like the lightsaber fight that that you uh, mentioned, which I don't think I, I even ever accessed that uh, on the. I think it's on the Empire Strikes Back table. Um, it, you got to be really good to get there. And oh, that's so okay. I'm going to interrupt just for a second. I sure. had no idea that 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 lightsaber fight was part of a table. I it thought it was just is, an because yeah. because it's really hard to get to some of these mini games. Yes. Oh, yes, totally. so this is giving people who like me are a filthy casual who's bad at pinball a chance to actually do these mini games and understand them, so that when I do get, unlock them on a table, then I'm not that. Th then at that point, I'm like, okay, I've seen this before and I know what to do. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that, that is uh, very much the kind of reasoning behind it. And also, they're just fun. You know, even if you are good at the table, you're still going to have to spend a few minutes in most cases to be able to access these in the first place. And then who knows how well you're going to do. So you can always just go back once you unlock these and, uh, and play oh, them anytime you want. So what's your uh, what's what's your favorite uh, mini game uh, out of all of the ones that that you've uh, that you've played hmm. on? 
wow yeah what's my favorite uh i've always liked uh it's a bit odd because it doesn't happen in the empire strikes back but i've always liked the one uh where luke is uh up against the the remote on the millennium falcon uh it it it's in the movie a new hope when when luke is training with obi-wan but he's like uh put the the blinders on you know i get use the force you know he knows uh, the star wars stuff falcon. people <laughs> yeah <laughs> with the blast shield down i can't even see how am i supposed to fight <laughs> Uh, yeah. So like, it's that scene, uh, and, and you are, uh, Luke up against the remote and it's, it's very similar to the Vader thing you were describing earlier, actually, but I, I just really like that one. Uh, but that's actually, uh, on our empire strikes back table. Um, and you know, you, you uh, I think another reason I, I like it is cause I fully understand how to unlock it and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, and I, and I can do it pretty quickly. So, um, yeah, I really like that one. And, you know, uh, one of the earlier ones you can actually uh, unlock uh, in uh, the campaign mode is the uh, career mode. Sorry, I'm working on another game that has a campaign mode. And I, I, <laughs> I think I called it campaign mode at the beginning. Uh, too. So yeah, it, it's a uh, yeah, career mode. And um, the uh, there's a like a starfighter assault table that the theme is like X-Wing versus TIE fighters. And, uh, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of like, a I don't know, like a Galaga kind of look to it. And you mm -hmm. have like these, uh, three X wings and just by hitting left or right, you move them left and right and you avoid like asteroids and tie fighters and stuff like that. Uh, so that, you know, it's just a, a fun little, little mini game. And, you know, once you master those in the career mode, then you can uh, go back and 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 actually do really well in the, in the the real uh, like more traditional uh, style of the game. So, okay, uh, I gotta say that mode uh, was really hard for me to wrap my head around because my brain wanted me to use the joystick and sure, you have sure. to use the paddles. But I thought it was really cool and it was such a surprise to me when it happened. I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. Um, but so I really like those and I love that now they're not trapped behind uh, lighting up all of the things on a table because inevitably I would get there and then I would be like, OK, I have to learn how to do this <laughs> in seconds and I would fail and I'd be like, oh, man, that looked really cool. And I never get to see what it's like. Uh, yeah, I think, I, you're, I think you're speaking for like 99 percent of players when you say that. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy to, to hear you say that because yeah, pinball uh, is hard. You know, the, the thing is. everybody says, the thing everybody says about pinball is I love pinball, but I'm terrible at it. <laughs> everybody says that. And you know, it's like, no, you're actually pretty average. It's just a really hard game by its nature. It, it is a really hard game. Uh, the detail on these tables is absolutely amazing. Did you guys have to make uh, a lot of the 3D models and stuff from scratch? Or did uh, Lucasfilm slash Disney slash whoever it was at the time? Because I know these games were out on iOS before. Um, sure. Did they send you stuff that you could use, assets that you used in the game to, that, that made your lives a little bit easier? I'm curious. Yeah, uh, well, actually, most of that was a little before my time uh, at Zen, but I do believe that it's kind of a mix of the two. I, I think, uh, you know, a lot of times we did create our own assets, um, but, you know, in some cases, you know, maybe they had a, a 3D model uh, that, uh, you know, we could adapt to our game. What about sound effects? 
Um, I believe the, I, I know we were supplied uh, uh, some music at least and, and probably the sound effects as well. They sound pretty authentic. I, 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 I wish I knew tell. for sure there. Yeah. Okay. I, I couldn't um, tell if they were the real thing or not. I was like, those, those sound effects sound perfect. Uh, so I was curious if they were actually from the movie. But you don't know. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I can't say for sure, unfortunately. Oh, Sorry. Th- that's okay. Uh, yeah, I, I do have another question about the sound effects, and that is uh, the voices. Uh, they're clearly somebody imitating Harrison Ford or Mark Hamill or whatever. Is there a? Re- is it? Is it? I'm just curious. Is it a licensing issue? Why you can't use the actual voices from the movies in the game? Yeah, you know, I don't know for sure. I, I actually personally don't know if it's a licensing issue, but uh, it, there is also uh, just, you know, in my experience in working with movie games, I used to work at Marvel for a long time, too. So I had a lot of experience there. But it, it, a lot of times it's not as easy to separate the voice from the actual movie as you might think it is. Oh, <laughs> so, OK, that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. So you need uh, like a good consistent voice you know you don't want it to be like Harrison Ford for half of it and a, a sound alike for the rest right you need it to be consistent so um the best way to adapt it to a game so that it is consistent and it's not just totally disconcerting is uh to to have uh, a sound alike um you know and, and sometimes it, it actually does fit better with the game you're making than just lifting the sound from the movie would that makes a lot of sense. I hadn't thought about the fact that it's not like that they recorded all this stuff on separate tracks. So when when Harrison Ford's saying something and shooting at the same time, you don't want that sound in the game, like that background sound that's happening or the music that's swelling in the background. That makes right. a lot of sense. And it's not something I ever considered. Yeah, not, it's not, not always the case. <laughs> it's not all. No, 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 don't. Uh, it's. I mean, it's not always the case. Some Sometimes movies do have like he's easily... Uh, you know, different tracks for that sort of stuff that they they have logged well, and uh, sometimes they don't. I I actually don't know personally for Star mm-hmm. Wars what the case was, um, but yeah, that, that's often the case with movies. Yeah, As, well, I mean, Star Wars the seventies, so probably not. Uh, you've got this cool thing where people can choose light side or dark side. Can you explain how that works to the listeners? Sure. Yeah. You know, it, it's really just a kind of a, a fun bit of uh, just just an extra kind of nice to have. Like uh, when you start the game, you pick, do you want to represent the light side or do you want to be on the dark side? And then, uh, you know, in the, the kind of the, the main screen of the game, you'll see like sort of a tug of war going on uh, between the light side and the dark side. And uh, depending on how each side is performing, uh, you know, it's just kind of a cool meta game to to show you like uh, the the you know if it's in the middle, then everybody's the, there's balance in the force, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, maybe the last time I checked, I think light side was a little ahead, so the light side was uh, do- doing better overall. Uh, that may have shifted since the last time I looked. I don't know. Um, but you know, it's just it's just an interesting thing to have. You can change it whenever you want. Um, which, so yeah, which side it, are you? It's not an. Uh, I'm light side. You're light, uh, I'm light side. side. I'm a I'm a Luke Skywalker guy. So that's that's yeah, fair. Gotta, get, <laughs> gotta, gotta go with the light. Gotta go with the no, light. It's kind of funny. Like we we showed it at uh, we showed the game at E3 and at Gamescom, and we kept the tally both times. And uh, uh, I think 
I think both times the dark side kind of edged out light. So oh, I just game turned journalists it on. Are, are largely the dark side. I think. Oh. <laughs> I guess that okay. The games journalists are largely. I went light side, uh, that, by that, the way. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Cool. I just opened up uh, Star Wars Pinball, and it is very much light side is winning right now. Just just oh, so okay. everybody knows. So that's uh, that was surprising. Uh, it's like it's not even near the middle. Like it is wow. well on the left hand side of the screen. So uh, there you go. I guess pinball fans are are generally good people. Yeah, I, they're not evil, and like <laughs> yeah. like those those slimy games journalists. <laughs> I'm putting words in his mouth. Now. I used to be a games journalist myself, so I can say that kind of stuff. <laughs> you can, uh, yeah. and I don't consider myself to be a games journalist, but I I can say that stuff anyway. Uh, so <laughs> I, I think that the the tables are are really really great, and uh, I love the detail that you've put into the game. I think the music is great. The gameplay is fantastic. Do we have, do you have current plans for DLC in the future or is that something that you're just going to maybe later on right now you're on other projects? Yeah, there's, there's nothing to discuss in terms of DLC right now, but if we wanted to do it, we can. Awesome. And what about like Amiibo support? Is there any chance of getting like Amiibo support Hmm. so people can, uh, you know, tap a Mario thing on there and I don't know, get an extra ball or something crazy? That is a cool idea. I, I, I have not heard anything about Amiibo support, so I, I think the answer is no there. But, um, you know, what kinds of things would you like to see with Amiibo support? Ah. What do you think, uh, do you okay. think would be good with that? Um, I don't know. Maybe you can unlock uh, force power with it, like make a force power that is mm-hmm. only for Amiibo, or you have to get like a really high score. Um, maybe have a tournament like that unlocks that you can play if you've got a certain amiibo uh i think that that would be kind of neat i don't know i'm just i yeah, didn't yeah, actually I, expect to I have think, uh... to come up with ideas i'm not a game designer <laughs> i talk about them <laughs> well you know uh, everyone has their own ideas i think and, and they're all very valid but you know i i think uh, just to speak to what you're saying like uh we do have something i hadn't discussed yet which is uh if you've played our pinball fx3 game which is a free download on switch um uh, you know that there is kind of this kind of level up kind of mechanic mm-hmm. uh, that that's uh, part of the meta game as well, and you can uh, basically equip uh, kind of like special uh, bonuses for uh, whatever um, table you want to play. Uh-huh. Uh, so we have that same kind of thing, but it has a more kind of a Star Wars flavor to it. So Chris's Discord died right in the middle of this conversation. I'm going to take this opportunity to thank a sponsor. And then when we come back, we'll have Chris back on the line to talk more about Star Wars pinball on the Nintendo Switch. Stick around. It's Bart versus the Space Mutants for your NES. Only Bart Simpson can save the Earth. Hello. Hey, there we are. All right. there. Yeah, that was weird. I... I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I tell you what happened. We made one too many jokes about evil games journalists and they oh, cut maybe your cord. So. That's probably it. <laughs> uh, so you were just telling us about the force powers. You you were kind of had a point yes. to it. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So there's all sorts of uh, force powers that you unlock through. Uh, but by playing the career mode, you'll actually, uh, you know, depending on what your score is, um, you can unlock these holocron shards, which you can put toward uh, toward leveling up different sorts of things like uh, multipliers, slowing down time, things like that. Uh, so 
it, you know, it, it's kind of, uh, it's kind you could call it a cheat, but uh, everybody can do it. So in that sense, it's not really a cheat. Um, and there's also, you can also just play classic style too, if you prefer that, uh, without the power-ups. So, um, you know, it, it's kind of a, a cool way to add the force into our game. Yeah, and, and I don't think it's a cheat when the developer builds it into the game. I think that's right, just exactly. that, that's intended. Uh, you know what? You know what you could do. You could have it so that you could save a favorite table, and favorite set of force powers to an amiibo, and then as soon as I open hmm. up the game, scan it in, boom, right into my favorite whatever it is. Uh, just just a little idea, and if that okay. ever comes along, you know, I, I would I would do cartwheels because then I okay. I, I well, would be it, a it game does. It does default to whatever your last selections were. In that oh, sense. okay. So um, you don't have to like pick it every time, but you know you're always free to change things. So what um, is Zen Studios working on now that Star Wars uh, Pinball is out in uh, you know in people's hot little hands, if you can say? Uh, yeah. Well, for Switch, uh, the only thing we've announced at this point is Castle Storm Two, which is. The sequel to Castle Storm, which came out on Switch last year, it, it actually it's been on everything really since 2013. It came out in 2013 originally, and uh, that's a it's a it's done really well for us. It's like a really cool kind of mashup of genres. So the, what the first game was was it like mixed uh, kind of Angry Birds ballista combat with tower defense with hack and slash all into like a very unique package, and we're taking that same thing. And we're adding a whole strategy game uh, over it. So like a, a civilization type strategy game. Oh. Uh, yeah. So basically you, you go around uh, the, the map and you take things over by playing the first game's Castle Storm style. Uh, and, you know, we're, we have a, I would say a, a deeper story as well. I, I'm literally... Right before you called me, I was uh, I was kind of story editing, so uh, that that's that's top of mind for me right now. Um, yeah, I you know there, there's other stuff we've had on other consoles. I don't know if you want to talk about those at all. No, that's okay. I mean, it's okay, a Nintendo yeah, yeah. show, but it's not a big deal. Uh, sure. <laughs> well, uh, earlier this year, we released a, a game called uh, Operencia: The Stolen Sun, which is an RPG. It's uh, awesome, by the way. Oh, yeah, you did play it. That's right. I sent you a code. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's on. Uh, if you have an Xbox One and you have Game Pass, you can play it there for free. And uh, it is, uh, you know, it's doing really well for us. We actually had Felicia Day uh, through her own. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how she discovered the game, uh, but she was playing it on the Epic Game Store. Uh, and she she basically uh, twitched uh, the whole thing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she uh, and she she loved it. And actually, uh, a coworker of mine, Mel, uh, he actually ran into her at E3 and she hugged him, said, I love this game. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're getting some some great reviews. It's an 82 on Metacritic on the Xbox. So we're pretty happy about that. It's a um, beautiful game, by the way. And that's the only reason I didn't make any content, because you sent me the code and then I tried to record and my my PC just was not powerful enough uh, to run yeah. the game and record at the same time, uh, and I don't have an Xbox to play it on, so I couldn't sure. I couldn't cheat my way that way. But it is really pretty, really really yeah. pretty. Yeah, we we take full advantage of uh, Unreal Four Engine there. Um, and then actually this week, if anyone is getting the Apple Arcade, we have a game called Dread Nautical. 
which is a uh it's a it's a tactical uh rpg with roguelike elements it takes place on a takes place on a cruise liner that's kind of crossed the line into another dimension i basically say it is the uh it's like it's like twin peaks the animated series the game on the boat <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like my, my quick summary because you don't know like what's going on. Like there's all these crazy creatures wandering around. You need all these really eccentric people who, uh, you know, you need to recruit to to uh, help survive. Uh, it's it's a really cool game. Plays a lot like uh, like a Final Fantasy Tactics or something like that. And if you're playing on an iPad or something like that where you have a touchscreen, it actually works really well. Uh, so we're super happy about that. That's on Apple Arcade whenever you can access it. Okay, I can, can I ask a question about Apple Arcade? Sure. Uh, yeah. How is and you might not be allowed to answer this question, but how does this work for? Because I, I subscribe to it for five bucks a month, and then I get to play all of these games, which seems like a lot less money than I would normally pay to play all of these games. So how is that monetized to the actual publishers? like Zen Studios, like, are you given money based on, and don't get into specifics, obviously, if you can't, um, but are you, are, do they pay you, does Apple pay you based on how much time I spend playing your game versus some other game? Yeah, that's, a, that's a very fair question that I'm not sure what I can actually answer fair with, so I'm going to refrain from answering it, but it is a, that's a good question. Uh, you know, it's, it's a uh, it's a great platform to be on for a developer. Awesome. Well, that that's good to yeah. know. Uh, I went I because I am on beta thirteen on iOS and I was going to try it out, but I'm only on the beta on my iPad and it's not available for iPad yet. Uh, so mm -hmm. and, and so I'm going to have to wait a little bit longer. But uh, everybody gets a free month, so we'll all be able to try out your what was the name of the game again? Dread Nautical. Dread Nautical. Like, uh, We're as, all as in a seafaring ship right that's, yeah. that's scary <laughs> yeah yeah dread yeah. so we'll all be able to try that one out for free on our ios devices come ios 13 actually launching well chris that's thank right. you so much for coming on the show and taking the time out of your day especially with the technical difficulties we had uh i appreciate you uh taking the time out of your day where can people find all things zen studios and maybe even chris baker Okay, yeah, uh, all things Zen Studios at zenstudios.com. Uh, on Twitter, we're very active at zen underscore studios. Uh, also, Facebook is just uh, look up Zen Studios, you'll find us. And uh, yeah, me, I am at cbake76 on Twitter, C-B-A-K-E-7-6. And I've got all sorts of stuff I do that you can just look at the links for there. You know, YouTube channel, stuff like that if you're really that interested in little old me. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Thank you very much, Chris, yeah. for coming on the show. I, I I had a fun time talking to you. Yeah, me too. I'll come back for uh, Castle Storm if you'll have me. Absolutely. Should just be, uh, just let early me know. next year. Yeah. Next sure year. Thing. Whoa, wait, wait. I thought yeah. it was 2019. Uh, we, we pushed it back to early next year. Oh, it still says it. 2019 on your website because I just looked. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yep. We need to fix that. Yeah, there we go. That out. All right. See you later, Chris. All right. Thanks, Bill. All right, everybody. I know. I know. Light switches are supposed to be shorter. This one got long, but that's because I was having such a good time talking to Chris. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview as much as I enjoyed talking to him. 
Uh, if you want to become a part of the community, join us over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the live show over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And you can get a hold of me in all the ways that I always say. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, make sure you check out gstu.net. And if you want to support the show, go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Uh, the music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'm out of here. You guys are awesome. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>